Are you doing the intro? No, go. It's your turn. No, no, no. Come on. Uh uh-uh. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Australia for Red Bull Hardline Tasmania. What a phenomenal week we've had. It was a bit of travel, yeah. to be honest, but once we're here, whew, that was untouchable. Uh, that was so good. Is this is? It's crazy to see what goes into creating an event like this well we, ha- we have to go back so we are in tasmania the island the 26th largest island on earth get your steps of some out. of the uh, largest trees on the planet up to 125 meters in height and the diameter is up to 22 meters okay. well up to 22 meters on site here the uh, giant eucalyptus and mountain ash anyway i don't want to go on about sh- okay, i don't want to boast you. my knowledge yeah, that's because all that's, that's, that's all you have but anyway um <laughs> you've heard it all day <laughs> No, it's crazy. It's crazy to be here because this is um, we're we're ten years into Red Bull Hardline. It started in the UK and Wales, right? Yeah. You've been commentating. Twenty fourteen. And you you've done all of them. You've commentated every single one of them. What was the first one like? And then we can kind of go through the format and how it got started. Well, Red Bull Hardline came about because mainly Dan Atherton. Bearing in mind that his siblings are equally as nuts. <laughs> right, because one of them is Rachel Atherton, yeah. who we interviewed, and then you have G. Atherton, yeah. world champion, you know, Red they're, Bull they're, Rampage. They're quite gnarly. Yeah, quite. And they wanted to show, showcase really what a downhill bike, what a top downhill athlete is capable of, because the World Cup does not do that. You know, it, it yeah. caters juniors ride the same track it's you know it's a different thing so that was their idea and they'd been riding on this hillside up there in near Minas Dowie up there in North Wales in Snowdonia National Park this hill they'd been riding for a long time as a practice track and they developed it into what was by by far the hardest by far the hardest racetrack racetrack ever put together there was about 35 people brave souls that turned up to tackle this first ever Red Bull hardline and by the time we got to Saturday and race day, there were seven people standing, seven <laughs> to go. So it definitely did push the limits of the sport. And actually, you know, the standout, probably when you first look at a Red Bull Hardline track, are the features. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah look at this, you know, 100 foot gap, 90 foot gap, 30 foot drop, you know, all this right. stuff, cannon, you know, meters and meters of, of wheels off the ground. But you're right, it's designed in all aspects to push the world's best and the technical sections the link sections between those features they're about as hard as it's possible to ride a bike down you know and dan he loves building tracks he's always kind of done that for rachel and g as well he was the older brother right and uh this was almost a natural progression for him if yeah. you like you know he's, yeah you know, he was a his vision has now become this absolutely unbelievable reality that has now brought us to literally the other side of planet Earth. (laughs) It is actually crazy. When you look back, what do you think, what's the kind of the biggest indicator of the progression? Because obviously the bikes have progressed and the riders have progressed. Um, Do you notice it every year? Like what, what kind of stands out? I'll tell you what stands out in progression for me. And that's really... Over the last couple of years, we've seen women come to Hardline, right? right? Yeah. We've seen Jess Blewett, unfortunately, almost nail the track in Wales in 2022 or 20, yep. 22, 22, yeah, yeah. before it got cancelled last year. And then, you know, she didn't do anything wrong on a drop. She was just unlucky and fractured her ankle. But but she was nearly there. And, and then, you know, Lou Ferguson turned up last year and was about to send the big 90. She was almost there. And then here in Tasmania, like, to see... 
two women not only complete the course but actually to line up against the men now that yeah. that is progression yeah. and everyone this week has been saying like what is going on here yeah because the women have lit this place up they've done all the features yeah. you know and tani and was under so much pressure this yeah. morning if she wanted to race to do that last 75 foot jump wind conditions weren't there you know she's got a world cup season coming up she's she knows about big injuries and it it killed her yeah. to sit it out. You know, to, yeah. it really did. We got her in commentary, which hopefully made up for it a bit. But but anyway, you know, to see these women compete, it was that that's one of the big highlights. Of that, this. We've never seen women line up against men, especially I on a track like this. Totally agree. Yeah. And like just to kind of give some context there, the best riders in the world, kind of Hardline brings this group of best riders in the world from slope style to free ride to racing. And a lot of the women that were here um, come from World Cup background. Obviously, yeah. you had Hannah Bergman, who is a free rider, one of the best. An eclectic mix as well. Eclectic but that's mix. right. Yeah. And so they they got here for them. One of the reasons why we didn't have a separate category is because, you know, they made this decision like, hey, we just want to go. Let's take off all the jumps, that's you right. know, like if we're going to race, we'll race, yeah. whatever, you know, no stress. We don't want any pressure. And I think one of the reasons, well, the, pretty much to me, the only reason you didn't have them tick off everything was just because of the bad timing. You know, they would go up for practice and they would be really windy. The well, wind yeah, conditions it, are. Yeah, and, and Tani said, you know, day one, it was cruisy. The weather was perfect. And, yeah. then, the wet, and then you think, oh, we got three or four days of this. Yeah. And then, of course, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was chopped down to like one other right. afternoon. Yeah, for sure. It was minus 10. Yeah. Wind and rain like yeah. you've never seen, you know. So totally. like, it was like we were in Wales again. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was um, I thought it was super cool. Like, you know, you guys will hopefully watch the replay of Hardline. And one of the things I thought was the most impressive was Lou having these huge crashes. In a race run, like, right? You Went know, down our twice, didn't you? Huge. Yeah, it was insane. Wait, I was like, yeah, I don't think in my head going, ah, surely she's, nah, she better leave them last jumps well, alone that, now. What's happening? That is exactly what I was going to say. Like, they were just, they're mistakes that we all would make. They're not, they're just mistakes, right? Like, yeah, you go down. You, and so racing bikes. It shows you how little they think about the jumps because, like, she's like, yeah, cool. Like, I've crashed, whatever. I'll just cruise down and hit the 70-foot jump, 65-foot <laughs> yeah. drop and stuff like oh, that. No. So I, I, it does show the level that. And actually, what an insane way to start the broadcast! Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They were, you know, her and Gracie were flying down. You can't pedal at this last jump here on yeah. this hardline track. You're going too fast. Yeah, you'll right, actually right. just slow down probably. Yeah. And we knew that the men had only been scraping over it this morning. Everyone had been just scraping over it this morning. So you know, it was tense to see them go at it, and they, you know, both absolutely nailed it perfectly. yeah so respect fair play incredibly totally. yeah yeah they they totally just they made history they right like after 10 years it was uh you know That's the right. first women to complete a a full run of the hard line and track. to compete in one yeah and to all compete. in the same weekend totally. yeah that's progression yeah that is a mad amount yeah. of progression yeah incredible and so that was the women's side of things we also saw another rider i think like who we've watched a long time on the world cup circuit ronan dunn oh he's <laughs> only gone and done it <laughs> he's from ireland he's the loosest guy it was one of the moments that made me the happiest actually is um he's known so he's super young he's what 21 21 yeah and he is known for being loose i think he i always say that he um realized he could just be really loose and get good results and he was like i cracked it you just go wild 
risk your life and then you it's like fine. get podiums and, and he did i mean yeah. he was like if there was a gap it was everyone was turning everyone was turning to Rona and yeah. send it and he's only been in the elite category for a couple exactly. of years and so um one of the things that he does that he's known for is drinking like five or six red bulls before yeah. his run yeah and so we were i was talking to brie brianna mcshane who was doing the field reporting and we were laughing about it he came down and i was like oh he looks pretty smooth or whatever and Bree asked him, how many Red Bulls did you have? Yeah, just five or six. <laughs> In fact, he said, I think this one makes it six. And he put another <laughs> one back. One. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. But he won. And he won with, like, so much expertise, so much skill, so much experience, like, taking these he rode lines. Like, he rode so maturely. Like, yeah. He, just, he didn't push too hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, totally. And that is... How hard is that to do? Jackson Goldstone pushed yeah. too hard today. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He felt the pressure, but Dunn kept his head yeah. and delivered. It was, I mean, we, we want to watch it back, right? We've literally stepped out of the commentary box, but yeah. it was an unbelievable one, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, Rob, you you were telling me about this uh, this moment that he had this year where his bike like got lost and he didn't, like what happened there? Like, Normally, you walk the track and you tick off things slowly, but he... Uh... Yeah, he missed. His bike didn't turn up here. Yeah. And let's not forget that he wasn't on... So he's, he, I was in Guatemala a couple of weeks ago making a film at a race, and he was there on a prototype Mondraker, right? Uh-huh. Now, they didn't want him to bring that here. He was there on a completely production stock bike, Yeah. pulled it out of a box. It didn't turn up for the first day of practice. So, he, And that's massive in downhill because, right. you know, we both raced you're then playing catch up right yeah you everyone only get like four or five runs you. yeah yeah you're exactly. learning the track at everyone else's pin yeah they've done them four runs on day one uh-huh so he went up there on run one and bearing in mind the features the gaps the drops are absolutely Massive. yeah they're like it's like red bull rampage thrown in there all the way down he did all every feature the 75 foot jump the 25 meter jump first run Second run, he had another one where, and then his third run, he did a full top to bottom. That's wild. So yeah. He knew he had to get up to speed straight yeah. away, but yeah. what's amazing about that is, is like, how can you feel that comfortable? Right. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. And also, yeah, yeah. you can't like he doesn't. You, this stuff doesn't exist in County sure. Wicklow. No, no, you know no, no, I mean? no, no. This, these Red Bull hardline tracks, you, it's a very difficult thing to prepare for he as a racer. He would have never done jumps this big. No, that's right, or drops like that. Nope. No way. Uh-uh. No way. Well. It is Ronan, mind <laughs> <laughs> On accident. He maybe would have overshot uh, something. He's got a big farm. <laughs> so, who knows? But, yeah, you know, but, yeah, it's true. I mean, it was, yeah, he, he rode so brilliantly today. Whoa, to put a race run like that together. It's pretty incredible. Bloody and right, it is. We had Bernard Kerr, who's kind of been the... Linchpin. The linchpin, the king, king of the castle kind of thing. Um, won three in a row. And kind of the last two years, he's, you know, he crashed and Jackson Goldstone won. And then last year it was canceled. And uh, so he I was think, fastest qualifier. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget that. Yeah. And I think this year. And fastest qualifier here. And he, not only did I think he expect it, everyone else expected it. Uh, but I also felt like he, he puts a lot of pressure on himself. Yeah. Yeah. He lives. Well, this is, this is his. Yeah. He's the best at it. What do you Three think? wins. No one else has got that. How do you feel about that? Like riders basing their career off just like one race? Well, I think if it's this race, yeah. which is so unique, and it kind of takes a very, it takes a unique rider to win it, right? Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Then it's absolutely right. I mean, yeah. you're saying I can win the gnarliest downhill race on planet. 
yeah, that's me. Yeah. I've done it three times. I mean, to me, you know, World Cup wins are one thing. Red Bull Hardline win, it's no, it doesn't sit below it. Yeah, you know, because for sure. it's so it's such a such a different race. Yeah, it, it is like you know, you go back to what Dan said about it being the ultimate test. It really is like you've never seen a downhill racetrack with a thirty foot, a ten meter vertical drop in it. Like that doesn't yeah, happen. Totally. You know? Yeah, totally. They're trying to go off it as fast as they can. Yeah. So it is a you know, it's a different thing. Yeah. And, and you know, we we came here. Tasmania and they only had three and a half months to build the track now if this truck was as savage as the one we went to in 2014 mm. in my opinion and I do the entry I'm the director of sport for Ardell I bring the riders uh, in uh, you know it'd be so difficult to bring anyone back in but to come here and to see what they create and to absolutely nail it yeah, to deliver this time, incredibly huh? spectacular track that was right on the edge but not over it fair play yeah. and what a relief because now I feel as the series grows so will the World Cup riders that are going to come. So you know, too. like Bruni wanted to come. Yeah. Finn wanted to come. Specialized stopped and That's the truth of it. Yeah. Because, and that's not a criticism, well, but they've got a World Cup season coming exactly. up. Exactly. Well, you know, I think it shows the difficulty of the, how difficult the event has been. Yeah, right? that's right. Exactly. So doing the job I do getting them here, that was just such a relief and such just amazing to see but, yeah you know sure. now we now we know this it's series gonna will be, grow this series is going to grow this race in particular will be massive next year yeah that's right and it's so happening. now we get to go so on an aeroplane for another <laughs> 27 hours man yeah we're off to chile next week for uh valparaiso and, red bull um, shadow of battles yeah Valparaiso, which we have never, <laughs> but I've never, you haven't, have you raced I, it? I raced it in oh, 2013. Oh, no way, you yeah, did. I, I haven't even it. been there, mate. I've I never was, had a foot I was, in the door. I was, I went there. Um, it was terrifying. You talk about those, those same stats existed, like 30 people entered, 11 people got carted off, you know, like, because it, it's just <laughs> terrifying. It's concrete, left, yeah, right, and terrifying. center. And it's got that massive, I forget the name, but the, the staircase yeah. in the middle with a handrail. like. And we've had that race. This is also, I mean, been 20 years that we've had yep. Valparaiso. Um, so that'll be really awesome to go back over there and, and see that. And we must mention as well that, you know, we, we all feel very fortunate to be going there with the wildfires yeah. in the area. So it's a privilege yeah, it's a to be able to go event. about. But yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, and... Yeah, well, thanks for letting us come and have Yeah, a race definitely, there. definitely. This is definitely the first bonus episode, so we'll we'll give you some updates. Is that what it's called? Is this a, yeah. they call this a bonus? Uh, yeah, us bonus. two rabbit it on? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. This is a bonus. Yeah, it's nice to do, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so thanks for chatting, Rob. And uh, we'll uh, make sure you catch us on Red Bull TV. See you in Santiago. Exactly. EJ. <laughs> You should, Jackson. Uh, you should you should you gotta bring us in. Me again? Yeah, for sure. It's your job, Elliot. <laughs> no, it's not. It's